So, uh, Dalton, uh, welcome back to The Journey. I, I know this is going to be a little bit shorter um, episode, but I wanted to talk about the idea of uh, transformation, but talk about it of how from a wrestling, from a wrestling coach, from a, from the sport of wrestling, how does um, the opportunity of, of transformation, um, how does that platform of the wrestling room, of wrestling, the sport of wrestling itself, how does that um, allow for transformation to happen? So maybe maybe just start off with when, when you think of trans- transformation and one of your athletes transforming throughout the year, what, what, what comes to mind when you think of that? Um, you know, first thing that comes to mind, obviously, is the idea of goals, right? Like goals are becoming something that you aren't already, Mm -hmm. right? It's achievement. Um, you, you, you know, you have goals oftentimes in the form of objects, right? You, 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 uh, want to accomplish a certain thing, right? Um, you know, one thing I did this year with the goal sheet is who do you have to become in order to accomplish that that okay. thing to get people to start thinking about that. But when it comes to transformation inside the sport, I think those two things are at the, the origin, right? You, you want to, um, to reach something that you haven't reached before. And then through that process, you have to become somebody who you aren't currently, because if you were that person currently, you would have already possessed that thing in which you're chasing. Right. Um, so I think that's that's the the cool thing about sports or a lot of things in general, right? All goals setting, I think, kind of starts there. Uniquely about wrestling is um, it's it's um, it's set up. I mean, the activity itself um, almost guarantees certain setbacks. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like it's primed for the process of transformation because it's not um, something that is uh, going to come without that that failure periodically along the way mm-hmm. the doubt the questions um, the fear from you know how other people are doing uh, and then you have to kind of become matched up with them soon and you know their goals are to get what you want and your goals are set so it's like are you you're questioning yourself whether or not you did the things that you um um were supposed to do or at that point you're looking at the things that you didn't do and right. realizing the fear uh, sets in even higher there so well you know i think the idea of starting off with you know a, a language right of setting a goal whatever that goal is for that particular person and that really the process to achieving that goal or the journey of, uh, of achieving that goal is really where transformation can happen because we can accomplish the goal, but not transform. Yeah. But let's say if the, if the goal is to win conference or the goal is to go down state and in place in the top, you know, top four in the state, you can have a transformational experience on the journey to that without accomplishing winning conference or going down state and placing the top four, or you could accomplish that, but you're still the same person, Yeah, you know? And, um, and I think that is difficult for sometimes. I know for me as an athlete, when I, when I was, when I was a student athlete, I, I don't think I got that. I understood that at that time. Um, and, 
and I did begin starting to understand that later on when my my kids were playing sports that it was less about the outcome more about who they were becoming on the journey yeah yeah I think a lot of the the fact that you're what you were talking about when people don't transform on their accomplishments mm-hmm. I guess I would I would be curious like were those um, goals or um, accomplishments that they set out to achieve like were they were they audacious were they mm-hmm. things that require you to go out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. right and I think that almost is the guarantee that you know, if somebody tells me that they want to win high school state um, and they haven't already done so, I mean, that's an audacious goal. Yeah. So knowing how difficult that road is, um, that causes that level of um, uncomfortable, you know, I mean, just by calling out that goal is calling yourself to uh, become somebody that you're not. Right. Um, right. So I think a lot of it has to do with making audacious goals then being honest with yourself about where you are in the spectrum of accomplishing that goal and then having the courage to like actually step into that um that process yeah yeah when i think of if if someone comes back and let's say uh they're a returning champion or and and so now the expectation is for them to win a second time or the person who has that as a goal is is to uh, to attain it for the first time. Um, both of them have opportunity to stretch themselves out of their comfort zone. Um, I know for me, the when I won a national title, that journey to winning that national title, I felt like I was in this this spiritual zone where I was just just doing what I needed to do. There, you know, there was uh, not a lot of pressure. I mean, uh, I wanted to place in the top five. And I just trained as hard as I could and do everything I could do right. Um, but then the following year, when I was going for my second national title, um, now there was not just winning, but not losing. And so there was that added element that at a young age, 19, um, I, I didn't even know how to verbalize that to my coach at the time. Um, but I wish I would have verbalized it to him that I, I had this added burden of not losing where the year before it was just about doing my best to see where I could win. So, and I wouldn't have been able to articulate that even at the time, hence why I didn't probably tell anybody. Um, but it was definitely a lesson that I learned later on, um, by going through that, going through that experience and not voicing it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting too, because I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out, uh, at least how to get athletes to have the perspective that somebody I don't think you can teach perspective it's really hard to to showcase somebody something but I think you can talk about it enough that it can start to resonate but um I was thinking about this the other day about um my job and what I'm doing as a coach and where I facilitate um the growth aspect right and it's like I think I'm an achiever, right? So the things that I do, I want to do the best that I can at. I want to try to reach my own personal potential in in those endeavors. And um, it doesn't matter what it is. I I want to apply myself at the highest level that I can apply myself. Um, 
And when you're younger, sometimes you, you need like those objects to chase because of, because you don't know why you would do that. Otherwise, you don't know why you would, um, um, seek uncomfortable situations, um, for for no reason right Mm -hmm. and so what i'm trying to think about it in a way of like we we're just achievers that are trying to get athletes on the developmental process as soon as possible right Mm -hmm. and then once you understand that there's a developmental process that's when you let go of the the pressure of achievement on certain you know objects and more about applying yourself looking at your behaviors growing in every area Mm -hmm. right and just thinking about transformation as a um, constant um, process Mm -hmm. that you get to take Yeah. yeah i've been trying to figure out how to ultimately express that or teach that because i don't know if you can um I think there are people that want to achieve, and you can help give them perspective. But um, some people that aren't necessarily fired up to just do well, um, sometimes they need objects to 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 get themselves in emotion. Whether it's you know they need a good looking physique for the beach of summer, right, as opposed to just being in good health or something. Sure. Right. Um, yeah, but well, and I think that you know that in itself kind of speaks to you know why does a person want what they want at that time, and it very well may be okay for that time period. It's kind of like an addiction work, you know. A person, almost everybody who stops using substances, um, it's not their idea to stop. They want the pain to stop. They want whatever pain they're getting as a result of their addiction. They want that pain to stop, either uh, stop a divorce, stop legal consequences, stop you know, losing employment, what, whatever. They want to stop some pain first. It's only after then being sober do they see the benefits of uh, a clear thinking, um, you know, what, what other aspects of sobriety then slash recovery will bring to them. Yeah. But initially it almost is because of some type of bottom happens because – up until that point, they're doing everything they can to continue the lifestyle and still maintain minimal consequences, right? And so, yeah. and I think that's what happens sometimes with athletes, right? So, how can I get the goal without doing 100% of the work? How do I, I want the results, but I don't want the pain or I don't want the discomfort or I don't want to take the risk of learning a different move that, that makes me, you know, uh, be in a vulnerable position or, or whatever that may be. When, when you, I guess another, another thought that I had, I came across this just recently, um, or reminded of this concept again, it was something I've known about for a real long time, but this idea of initiation and, um, and actually in this context, it was a spiritual context so that in the, in, um, in Christianity, they, they'll use baptism, um, especially um, adult baptism or young adult baptism, as the original re- intent for that was to be initiated and into that next stage of life. And in the Jewish um, tradition, uh, when a boy is uh, around 12 or so, there is a bar mitzvah. And so there is this uh, initiation that happens. And in our culture today, there's not 
a lot of opportunities for older men, older individuals to initiate younger younger people, younger men into, into the process of knowing who they are. But this process of knowing who you are has to come with a death of who they thought they were before they came. And I think of like wrestling, um, and I think what keeps on popping my mind is when um, stories of individuals that have been in the military that go through basic training, that it, um, it through the physical element of it, it strips away some of those mental perspectives, some of that ego, some of those, some of those fears. It, gets, it strips it away. Um, first, it has to be physical, and, and and then there's an opportunity for a teaching, either mentally or emotionally. Um, yeah. What did you? What have you noticed? You know, you're you're now coming to you know toward the the last third of the season. Um, now, what have you noticed with your student athletes that come in from the beginning um, that you have to element this this process of from a physical standpoint first? One conditioning that's the rationale, or is it also um, to open up their minds to be able to be to teach them. Yeah. Well, the initiation process, I think, is it's it's I mean, it's everything. It's more important than anything else. I think when it comes to coaching and and allowing for transformation to exist within coaching, because you know, as as a public school coach, right? So I've experienced as a public school coach and as a private school coach. So at a private school, the initiation process starts almost immediately because that's a child and a family making a financial and a um, strategic decision on putting themselves in a specific place because of opportunities or knowledge or whatever it's you're choosing that over just finding yourself there right so the initiation process begins when and and not to mention say the if you're at a private school that is athletic uh accomplish centered like they're focused on achievement and accomplishment now you're going there because you have the goal to achieve something right so that initiation process allows you to be vulnerable earlier to criticism to guidance um to uh um, pressure, right? To to push them in certain endeavors, right? Training wise, um, growth wise, mentally, whatever it is, um, the initiation process allows that stuff to happen. At a public school where I'm at now, what's difficult is that initiation process doesn't exist naturally because of choosing to be a part of the program, right? Um, people choose to be a part of wrestling or other sports at a public school for multiple reasons. It's not always just to achieve. Sometimes it's just to be a part of a team. Maybe it's because your friend went on it and they they wanted to do it and they wanted you to be around. So they, right? Or it's because you've always done it and that's just what you think you're supposed to do mm. during the winter season. So initially, there is no initiation. Right. It's just it's very casual. But what's cool is I provide things like the goal setting sheets. Right. That at the time, they're not really uh, um, they're not 
initiating anything, but they're giving information. They're creating their own context. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they put down their goals and aspirations and how they want to achieve those things, right, that provides the framework for future vulnerability, right? Because now um, with the wrestling season, things don't go as planned, right? Like it's a guarantee, yeah. almost yeah. Guarantee, even if it goes well, it's always guaranteed that it never goes to plan, mm-hmm. right? So injuries, uh, losses, um, struggling with academics or class, whatever it is, sickness. What, yeah, yeah, there's always something that happens at the wrong time, mm-hmm. right? And when those things happen, that's the opportunity that I have to now offer the initiation process, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to listen? Right? Are you, are you, are you really um, asking for advice, or are you just hoping that it makes you feel good and then you'll mm-hmm. move on? And if it doesn't, then you won't listen to it. Right. right. So that's where the real Mr. Miyagi opportunity comes because you you have to hold space until those things happen, and then that's when you can start the initiation process. So personally, in this season. There's everybody's very different, but um, you can start to see certain individuals um, listen a little bit, right? I've had kids reach out to me and say, "Hey, um, you know, so one of our kids is really uh, is really motivated, really disciplined, um, and athletically skilled." So now uh, another athlete reached out to me and said, "Hey, I really want to train with him every day. I, I won't." I won't be lazy. I'll really work hard, right? And um, that's initiation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's expressing that one vulnerability, and then two, that um, understanding of of where they have to go mm-hmm. in order to to do um, well in the sport. So sure. there's been some opportunities to come throughout the season. Um, yeah. Well, and I think that you know the in the in the trans in the transformative process and the initiation process even though i do think there is an element of that you're going to go through similar to like when we talked about the hero's journey you're going to, we're going to go through it more than once uh, in our and uh, multiple times in our lifetime yeah the the initiation is going to be different when we're at a different crossroad in our life and and I think, and it, and it, and I, and I don't know for sure, but I, I think there's going to be an accumulative effect, uh, you know, building upon itself as as we go. Um, you know, I, I think of like the the core of what it, what did initiation mean? Well, it was the blessing from something greater than ourself. Um, maybe that was an older male for boys. Maybe that was via a vision. Maybe that was via a, a process of moving from boyhood to manhood. But it was recognizing that I've now um, moved through this process of um, I'm no longer what I was before this started. I'm, I'm now something else. And, and, and it's through this obstacle, it's through this discomfort it's through the stretching that i've now have a different perspective and and i think you're right when you said earlier we it's hard to uh change someone's perspective and and so but i think what we can do is we can set up space set up a container in which 
um, to see what happens. And then, cause then it's about facilitating that. And then, um, I, I was just talking with my son the other day about something that I had said to him a couple weeks ago and didn't recognize the impact that it must clearly have had on him because he came back to me and said, did you really, did you, what'd you really mean by that? And he wanted to have a further conversation about some observation, some comment that I made. And, um, and so I, I didn't, I don't think I fully recognized the blessing that that was a couple of weeks ago when I was making that comment, um, fully. I think that there was definitely an element to, uh, that I knew that that's what was going on, but it, it came out. So it was more like a spiritual moment. It just came out. There was no, uh, thinking I'm going to do it this time or any of that type of stuff. And I think there's many times in, in coaching, especially because of the physicality of it and the vulnerability that comes and the openness that comes with athletes because of the physical component. Um, like you said, there's always a risk, um, in wrestling that, um, that you're, you're going to make a mistake. You're not going to do something right. And that's okay because making a mistake isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's something to learn from. It's something to, um, go, okay, what happened? What, what happened when you did that? It's not the end of, it's not the end. And I think that's part of the transformational experience as well is to recognize that yes, it's extremely important to have goals, but don't get so fixated that the outcome of that goal is everything, yeah. right? It's that it's that tension between the goal needs to be everything, but then at the same time it also needs to be not everything. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And that's you know I I think as you talk about having the container, you know I think the container itself is extremely important, and uh, um, like the idea that we I think too many people take those containers for granted Mm. because you know as you get older i don't think i don't some people won't change because their identity is so trapped right after uh what after 25 years old 30 years old your prefrontal cortex is kind of um fixed right and so the idea of resetting your awareness around your reality is very difficult and so i think i see a lot of people that are middle you know i don't i want to say middle aged but that's not middle aged but anywhere in their 30s and up and and they they almost feel as if it's over with whether it's over with meaning um what they think they're good at, what they think they are supposed to do, how the world is supposed to operate. Mm. Um, and so then they get kind of stuck. And I think the cool thing about sports is it's that container that um, if taken seriously, and I don't mean serious only, like serious meaning the people that that operate it have to have the perspective that this is a container for other things mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that you conflate the 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 that down to not caring about it right, right? um you know i think i brought this up before but i i've talked about it a lot lately with the idea of ancient um, um the ancient greek philosophy was the virtue of arete arete was the highest form of virtue and that was personal excellence and like the pursuit of personal excellence was the thing that 
led you to eudaimonia and eudaimonia was happiness. So this understanding that you can create containers of how to work out problems, how to achieve, how to pursue, how to deal with setback, how to deal with success, how to constantly seek your your the next level of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, sports I mean as a, as a child growing up, it's such a uh, great opportunity because it's physical uh, as much as it is mental. So you're using your entire vehicle of the human, you know, yeah. as opposed to just applying yourself in, 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 you know, in an academic uh, venture or, um, or some other creative outlet that, that doesn't apply. Um, sports, I mean, we talked this, about this a lot, but sports and art are, are two great um components to really because i mean everybody can get better mm-hmm. like there is there is progress for every person and it's like because that's true no matter what that's literally true for everybody even people truism, with yeah. disabilities yeah. right yeah. guys you know there's been people there's anthony robles won an ncaa title with with uh with one leg and so, like, even people with this, everybody has the ability to see seek progress in the mind and the body, and the skill that they're trying to go after. So, um, yeah, I think it's great and it's important. Uh, I think society we need to talk about it more because all of the problems repeat them, repeat themselves. Right. Whether it's you know infidelity in relationships, um, you know, infidelity or just lying. Uh, business, you know, relations, right? Yeah. Like, uh, just not having integrity. Um, um, you know, patterns repeat themselves, and it's oftentimes because they haven't gone through it before. Right. And it, if you, we could get people to go through it before um, those moments arise, then then great. Well, I think that idea. So it's interesting your observation of some, you come across some individuals that appear to be stuck and their way of describing their stuckness is that they are, they're settling, they're settling, right? They, they, they're not taking on this idea of striving for personal excellence because to strive for personal excellence is is a dynamic process. There is no there is no arrival point. It's it's constantly. It's much more of a circle um, than it is a straight line. Um, in that idea that if I'm striving for personal excellence, um, it, it, it's kind of like as a therapist, when I came to the when I came to the position that I know that I don't know, I knew that I was in a better spot to help someone than I was earlier in my career when I thought that I knew. Um, now I know that I don't know. I just need to create a container and a space to walk with them and we'll go from there. You know, it's really hard to sell that to insurance companies because they're paying, <laughs> they're paying for that. But I, I realize that it is part of striving for that, um, that personal excellence, that, um, what am I stretching myself to learn how to do? What am I stretching myself to do? And as you mentioned, um, to be able to be with young people, and, and to create a, a, a space for them to go um, that they may not have at other areas, the classroom, their own home, um, to have somebody besides a family member, and sometimes not even a family member, believe in them 
and be willing to walk with them, even if it is only a three months or four months of their of their journey, um, I think is a huge opportunity. So, yeah, Dalton, I appreciate everything you do um, for the for the athletes in the Northern Illinois area, um, not only in the Belvedere area, but also the ones that you work with up in Whitewater and um, the ones that either digitally uh, hear about you through the School of Wrestling um, and how you're impacting coaches to stretch them to create um, their own containers for that transformation and that initiation process. So thanks again for being with us. And um, uh, after the season's over, we'll have you on again and have some reflections on that as well. Yeah, I'll have a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine. <laughs> All right.